0: Hey everyone, hope you're all doing um, super, super well. Uh, just as always a um, very quick thing before we get into the podcast. Um, we are putting out um, re- a, a humongous amount of content at the moment, especially um, on our blog. We we, we have um, new blog posts almost every day um, about airline operations, um, Innovative airline thoughts, um, airline KPI thoughts, airline KPI concepts, business intelligence, data awareness, and so much more. Um, and I, I really invite you to um, check out our, our blog. Um, you'll find that um, on our website www.id11s, the number dot de, and then um, slash blog, or just head over to the website and then you will find. Um, some links um, directly heading you towards the blog um, really make sure to to check that out it is worth doing it um, and as always let me know your feedback I'm um, happy to read some comments um, or hit me up i um, really love to get your feedback on that but first of all enjoy reading our blog posts, and now let's get into the podcast. Alright, welcome back everybody um, to the ID1 Audio Experience. It's a great pleasure as always to have you with me, especially since um today I'm I'm going to, to talk about a a topic which is or that is actually it, it, it's one of my favorite topics and um I think I, I made quite a few um podcasts about that topic, but that was, that was back in 2019, early 2020, probably. Um, however, this, this, this topic hasn't um, lost any relevance. Uh, on the contrary, I think um, in today's world, we, we even have to take a, a different view or to take a different angle on that topic. So what, what I'm talking about, the thing is, um, I, w- I would like to call that actually um, the punctuality debate. Um, Is airline on-time performance still relevant? Is that uh, something um, airlines um, should have a close eye on, should monitor? Or are there other concepts, quality indicators that are uh, probably much more valuable, beneficial um, for airlines than on-time performance? So as as always l- let me start with with a little little introduction to to just give you give you um some context um of of this topic first and and, and foremost i think and I, I know this this is nothing new um the world currently is is very very rapidly um changing and I, even more i think it is absolutely vital that Airlines, they, they have to acknowledge to, to re-examine certain, let's call it, long-held beliefs. Um, I think many, many airlines are simply stuck in doing things in an outdated way uh, and, and doing things in an outdated way that, that always, inevitably, leads to inefficiency, right? To inefficiencies, right? Um, And one thing in that context, which which I very often observe when talking to airlines, is their, I would say, almost religious focus on the aspect of punctuality. Um, I I think airline punctuality or or on-time performance, how it's also called, um, it it is probably the, the, the most prominent airline quality indicator, right? When, when you start searching the web, you, you will find hundreds and thousands of, of rankings, analysis, um, press releases, and on and on and on. And to the same extent, you will find an humongous amount of tools, of measures, of concepts, of approaches on how to improve airlines' um, punctuality. And I think there are, there are many, many reasons why, why this is the case, why airline punctuality is that prominent. First of all, um, and, and this is re- re- quite easy, the quality indicator, airline punctuality or on-time performance, is an indicator that is relatively easy to calculate. I think this, this is very important. Every airline possesses the required data, which simply consists of, of very basic flight data, schedule time of departure, um, actual time of, of, of departure. That's almost everything you need. That means, first of all, any airline, any commercial airline in the world is able to calculate that. Also, the, 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 the formula isn't that complex, I would, say it, um, I would say. And based on that, airline punctuality has served for for many 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 decades as the single quality indicator for the entire industry, and also as a benchmarking instrument, right? Because everyone is is measuring it. You can do an excellent benchmark on that. Um, how is airline um, A um, performing in comparison to airline B, C, D, to A, to A, um, to um, to airline of a specific market, a niche, whatever it might be. Um. And when, when I'm talking to, to airline representatives, um, they tell me exactly those two aspects I just mentioned, and they always or very often add one thing, and it is literally something like, we've always measured punctuality. Now, I, I, I genuinely believe that challenging times, like the times we are in right now, they, they really offer the possibility to reassess everything, really everything, everything that has been done that way for decades. So why not have a closer look at airline punctuality and see if it still makes sense in a way it is done today or if it could be done in a better way. And in order to do that, I would like to to take you back in time and we don't have to go that far um, back in time. Probably you remember that the time um, the time of packed airports crowded airports bursting airspace cells um aircraft crew pilot shortages you remember the time when, when those were the the, the the dominating aspect of the aviation industry and you might uh, you, as you might know this this isn't that long ago um, actually it is only 13, 14 months ago um, until this devastating um, pandemic hit the, the airline industry. However, back in those days, airline punctuality really was essential. And why was that the case? Because the whole world was different. Business people hadn't discovered the advantages of Zoom. Or any other um, virtual um, meeting tool, and and therefore every 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 fucking minute counted when flying from meeting A to B to C to D and back to A, and an example from a totally different um, from a totally different area. I really vividly remember my dad being totally pissed for three days just because he arrived 30 minutes late at his holiday destination where. Just for info, he stood for more than um, for more than two weeks. But he was pissed. This airline is shitty. Thirty minutes late. This is ridiculous. Now those days they they seem to be over for the moment, right? I, and I think even after COVID nineteen or when we are slowly turning back into a more let's say normal um, world, um, I still believe that a considerable portion of one thing, um, of the business meetings, they will still be held virtually. And I even go so far and to say that a 30 minutes delay on a business trip will only bother a small portion of people during the next couple of weeks, month, probably years. And coming back to my dad, I would say he couldn't care less about airline punctuality. He just wants to go on vacation. Um, It is no longer about uh, arriving 30 minutes late, Uh, it's all about vacation at all. So um, that all shouldn't sound, um, that shouldn't sound naive, right? I I am profoundly convinced that once the pandemic is over, people will of course step by step try to get back to their previously known um, routines, right? The number of on-site business meetings will slowly grow again, and and probably my dad will also start yelling at the airline um, if they're arriving late. Nonetheless, I, I, I believe I totally believe it won't get back entirely back to the world um, we lived in in pre-COVID times. Um, but let's let's get into more practical thinking now. Um, but I think you you, you already got the point, um, but let's get into a more practical um, airline-specific, industry-specific thinking. Of course, it will always make sense for an airline to monitor operational quality indicators, undoubtedly. And it will always be essential for airlines to examine those indicators in order to identify problems, identify weaknesses. and come up with countermeasures, with, with, um, with, counter measures, um, with, with imp- improvement measures. And here's actually my, my biggest concern when talking about on-time performance. Airline punctuality, on-time performance, first and foremost, as already mentioned, it is, it is simple to calculate. And here's an immense problem with that quality indicator. Because it is that easy to calculate, it leaves out a lot of essential aspects. First, foremost, most importantly, the passenger. The passenger isn't reflected in this quality indicator. And you you really have to think about that. Think about that very, very, very consciously. An airline's business is transporting passengers. Transporting passengers from A to B. Passengers are their clients. It is the, the, the most important, asset is the wrong, the wrong word, but the, the most important aspect. Now, the most important aspect, the passenger, the client, isn't reflected in their most important operational quality indicator. Now, you ask, why is the passenger not, not reflected in the quality indicator? I will, I will tell you. From my point of view, since the beginning, the quality indicator of airline punctuality has concentrated not on passenger, but on flight events. And there is a huge, huge difference. I will tell you why. I don't want to bore you with, with, with um, mathematics, but, but this is now really important to understand this whole debate why on performance from my point of view, shouldn't have the same relevance in the future as it has had in the past. An airline calculates punctuality as the number of punctual flights in relation to the overall number of flights. You see, it's about flights and flights. And that sounds totally reasonable at first sight, right? but as i mentioned i will explain to you now very very detail it leaves out the passenger their most important aspect of their business is not reflected so let's give you an example i know it's a theoretical one but just to, to take that to make it very 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 clear let's say an airline operates 5 flights they are operating 4 feeder flights that brings passenger to the hub they use small aircraft for that um, because it's only a small amount of passengers, they're pouring into the app and they operate one long-haul flight, intercon flight um, A380, huge one. I know that it's totally theoretical, but this will make the, 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 the problem very, very clear. So let's further assume on each feeder flight, there are only 20 passengers. As a small small aircraft, just bring a few people to the hub, 20 passengers on each of the four feeder flights. I will do that very, very slowly, just to, you have the chance to to, to get the numbers. So, four feeder flights, 20 passengers each. Now, the long-haul flight from the hub to, I don't know, to any intercon destination is operated with an A380, and that is packed with 340 passengers. Now, let's move on. All feeder flights, we assume that all feeder flights are perfectly on time. Four of them, all perfectly on time. Now, but the airline needs to delay their long haul flights, uh, their long haul flights, sorry, by three hours. Okay, got that? So what does that mean? What does that mean for the airline's punctuality? Um, Actually, that, that indicator looks quite good. So we have four flights on time, one flight delayed. That's a 80% on-time performance. It's not perfect, but if you compare that to, to global figures, I would say it's in the upper third um, of global um, online, online, um, on-time performances, airlines on-time performances. Um, it is okay. Now let's shift, let's shift our view to the passenger. Let's shift the view to the passenger. Let's move away from the flight view. As I said, passengers are not incorporated in on-time performance. Because if you take a look at passenger, you will rapidly see that 80% of the passengers will be totally disappointed because their flight was delayed. 80%, why 80%? Because we had, remember, four flights with 20 passengers, the feeder flights, and one with 340 passengers. That's in total 420 passengers and we said that the long-haul flight with 340 had a delay of three hours. 340 out of 420 is 80 percent. 80 percent are totally totally disappointed with your airline and this indicated now I I really took that number to make that very clear of course in in real life isn't that clear but it sometimes very comes cl- comes very close. The on-time performance says we are doing very good, 80% on-time performance. But if you shift the look to the passengers, you see that only 20% of your passengers are happy, and 80% are disappointed. And it gets even worse if you assume that the passengers from the feeder flights transfer to the long-haul flight. You will have the 80 passengers that are um, that that <laughs> actually. Um, had been happy with the first on-time performance will then be disappointed because the long-haul flight um, is delayed. That means not not 80% are disappointed, it means 100% of your passengers, of your clients, will be miserable. Think about that. And I'm totally aware, say it again, this is a theoretical example, I know that, but I think it perfectly describes why on-time performance as it is used today doesn't make sense at all. Because if an airline, and just think about, we are living in the 21st century, let's let's say the the zeitgeist has changed. Every company wants and has and needs and it makes sense to become a client-centric, a client-focused company. Think about all the IT companies. Think about any company in the world, they want to become client-focused. Airlines pretend that they want to do that too, but actually what they are doing with their most important operational indicator is They are focusing not on their client, but on their flights That is the big big mistake from my point of view that they are doing They are focusing they have an internal view and that they are not incorporating the passenger into that view This is to to, to say it very hard Airline punctuality is a very, very airline-selfish quality indicator. Instead of passengers, it puts an airline's flight in the center of analysis. And this, ladies and gentlemen, from my point of view, during those times we are currently living in, doesn't make sense at all. So as a result, uh, I don't want to leave you with, with with that huge problem, because actually it isn't a problem. There are concepts to enrich the punctuality KPI. And airlines can do that step by step. Why not add the number of passengers to that KPI? How many passengers have been on time today? Why not add additional aspects to that KPI? Number of lost baggage, waiting times, and on and on and on and on. So what I always advise airlines to do is not to focus on this stupid, really stupid airline on-time performance, but to start setting up so-called passenger satisfaction, operational passenger satisfaction index, where more and more aspects that are relevant to the, to the, to the passenger are incorporated together, of course, with the on-time performance, which is still needed. And I really think, and I'm, I'm, actually I'm genuinely convinced and totally, totally, totally convinced that airlines have to go down that road and to at least internally replace that stupid, selfish on-time performance with a more sophisticated index that incorporates passenger, first and foremost passengers, but also other aspects that must at least serve as an additional quality indicator. It's still okay to, to do that, 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 that benchmarking based on, on on-time performance. Yeah, go for it. But on an, from an internal point of view, on-time performance from my point of view has lost any relevance it might had in the future, uh, in the past, sorry. So I can only strongly advise airlines, if you want to survive the next decade. If you want to address the needs of your passengers you have to start incorporating passengers in your most relevant operational quality indicator. This this, from my point of view is the single most important, super important step for any airline towards a more customer-centric operation, which will be more needed than ever during the next month and years. Hey guys, podcast is over. Thanks very much for listening. Um, But before you leave, um, you could do me one last favor. Uh, It Really means the world to me and to the whole team. If you could follow us on, on YouTube, we are putting out so much video content at the moment, a daily video show called uh, Ben Talks. We've got a weekly session um, called Ask Ben, behind the scenes material, really limitless video material about airlines, KPIs, innovations, our thoughts, our products, and so much more. So um, really means the world to me. Head over to YouTube, search for information design one. The word one, not the number one. And then you will find our channel. Uh, make sure to follow it and enjoy our video content. Have a great day. Cheers and bye bye.